Warning, self-control does not share the same views of the influencers that you see on wrestling Twitter. The comments and opinions you will hear in this episode will make you feel some kind of way. Accordingly, the umbrella must insist that you know from jump that we do not care. We at self-control must insist that you listen and make your own opinions and do not attempt to contact us on that bullshit. We will read them and laugh at you in our group chat or pre-production meetings on the phone, accordingly. That's my greatest fear, that if, if I lost control or did not have control, things would just, you know, I would be fatal. Unless y'all, unless y'all thought I would forget the self-control podcast, they are the new death row. Let that not be understated enough. They're bringing it all together. Bringing everybody together under the umbrella. Black Monkey Entertainment Wrestling, that's a thing. I forgot. They put out these tees. I think it was like Flat Monkey Championship Wrestling. It was some shit. I don't know why the fuck I said anything. Hmm, okay. Yeah, they put on like a, a castle with like a swerve in them. Ah, yeah. swerve in them. Swerve got a verse out of uh, Zombie Juice. Girl? Yeah, they got a song with, Jack, with Zombie Juice, Swerve uh, Montezzi. Oh, okay. Huh. Good for them. Yeah, they, they be cooking. They, you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. So. No music. No music. No music. No music. Oh. Live from the steps of Shaolin. <laughs> we here. Yo, Rito, how we sounding over there in Massachusetts, my boy? We are sounding crystal clear. Hey, Lorenzo, how we sound over there in Perfect, perfect. And man, how we sound in the mountains of New York? <laughs> Solid. All right, let's get to the proceeding this evening. Oh, shit. my hand. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, he, him, she, her, they, them, y'all. Welcome to another edition, to another episode of the Self Control Podcast, where the energy never dies and the energy never lies. I'm your boy Nige, and uh, I got some homies with me. You know, on one hand, he's the pride of West Philly. We call him the Bliss Dex Don, Philly Kravitz. You know, Dred Hampton the Third. When you say his name, you got to say three of them odds. Ladies and gentlemen, with my brother Lorenzo for real. What's happening, Broski? On this day, I see clearly. (laughs) (laughs) And to my right, he's a little under the weather, so let's see if he can run through the spiel one time, sir. What's up, Control Center? It's your boy. The Puerto Rican powerhouse, Mr. Doja Cat. Catch me in the dojo, getting my mojo with the girl that looks like Doja. 
a little under the weather, but nothing could get better because you know what? Nothing sweeter than just getting in the control center and laying down these vocals. A little bit, you know, phlegmy, but we coming in clear. You hear that? Clear. What's up, world? Rita, why are you talking big body best right now? Listen, <laughs> I do not want to, I don't want anything unless I got some sancocho in the little, you know, butter butter bowl. Open that shit up. Got the corn with the... Listen, if I can't pronounce your last name, it ain't even worth it. <laughs> I'm here with a Puerto Rican dude. He gonna stab something for me. Don't even know my name. <laughs> I got eight dudes that look like low with no socks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know and what you mean. That's uh got red on it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. And today's episode, it is uh bring your partner to work day. Wow. It's bring your partner to I got reduced to like, you know, bring your dog to work day kind of thing. Wait a minute. When did they ever brought a dog to work? They do those kind of things in corporate. Baldi! Right. I mean, Baldi is here, but this has never worked. <laughs> 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 but, uh, nah. It, it is, uh, you know, bring your partner to the, to the set through Skype day, whatever we want to call it. Um, my lovely lady, she's, uh, She's beautiful. She's talented. She's a moderator. Um, I am. For real? You just gonna you gonna you gonna hype it? I'm I'm you know, I'm trying to get you. you know, go ahead, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Go ahead, go. Oh, oh. Hi, please call me Pixie. And apparently, I'm the one who does a PSA, so I'm here. Apparently, you're the one who does a PSA. I, apparently, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Oh, so apparently that means that she's never listened to the show. She's done a PSA for herself. She's, she's never heard. <laughs> no, that's not true. I've definitely listened to the show. Stop. The truth, the truth comes out on the steps of Shaolin. <laughs> no, I'm happy to hear, be here. Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> why, why, why did he have to do that? <laughs> I told you, it was like around the horn in this bitch now. I told you. I told you. <laughs> He muted. Oh yeah, <laughs> Matt, he muted him. Yo, what's my man? Who? What's the? What was the host of uh, Around the Horn? What's his name again? Tony Reality. Reality. I was about to get on. I was about, nah, not Kornheiser. That's my. That's the other guy. From nah, Tony Reality, yo. Reality. My bad, Rito. It's all love <laughs> over here, man. Oh, of course, man. It's all good. It's all love over here. So, yeah, man, listen, we're going to have a little bit of fun day on this episode of uh, Self-Control, man. I mean, we gave y'all, like, we done gave y'all classics, like, the past two weeks. You know, we hooked y'all up with a dope-ass interview with Real Sick. And gave y'all a show on top of that. 
You guys did a lot of work this past couple of weeks. I, I, I was a damn. I wish we had some work because I needed some gunshots for that. We gave y'all a show and an interview real sick. <sighs> then the next week, we can't. We didn't even give y'all a show. We just gave y'all Shane Taylor. <sighs> That's not really a gunshot. That's like a flex bomb shot. That's okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah, we don't give y'all classics, you know. So you know, we're just gonna chill out. You know, we're gonna stretch our feet a little bit. And, you know, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to have some fun today in the control center. It's all love. You know, we got Rito, we got Renzo, and we got Pixie. So, uh, first thing on the docket, go. All right, the first thing on the docket we got, King Push is back. He's dropping that work. He's showing photos of, I can't remember her name at the moment, with cocaine on her face. Lana Del Rey. Thank you, see? White lady face blindness. Bush actually, I think, used, um, or I forgot what designer used that track, their runway recently. That is dope. I believe that guy would be Rick Scott. Yeah, now you do a little bit of research. I'm trying to do the, uh, the I'm trying to do the Julia Fox dance in the, in the background. Y'all, y'all can't see because you're on the stuff of Charlotte, but I'm doing my I'm doing the dance that Julia Fox is doing in the background and shit. She, how how does a girl? How does one woman dance to a um a Pusha T song? My love. Not like Julia Scott. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that was a very strange video. There was definitely like a, a Jewish, you know, man there, like you know the the real OG ones and. It was a very interesting video of of a lot of interesting characters, and she was just there dancing, vibing, I guess. But I yeah, vibing. <laughs> just, just, just in the background, vibing. Oh, also, shout out to Pusha T. He got his masters. Um, he so also he got to be protected at all costs because you know after people get their masters, funny should be happening. Funny should be happening. Well, Tupac didn't get his masters and stuff that happened to him. Listen, just know the, the list goes on. Prince, Michael, um, what the hell? Um, oh, oh my God! So yeah. wait a second. Does this mean that something will happen to Taylor Swift? Possibly down the road. We don't know. It, it'd be happening. You get your masters next thing you know. You get Nipsey'd. Whoa! Whoa! Really? Yeah. That's, wow, Rito. Ten seconds. Give me ten seconds. Just, just, just go to the corner. Just go to the corner. We go. We go past the ball. Just go to the corner. Don't don't bring the ball up no more. Don't bring the ball up no more. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But yo, it's pushing season. It's, it, this is what you want. This is that time of year, man. That and we've all been waiting for. Like it didn't happen last year. Did it happen the year before that? I mean, basically what I'm trying to say, we've got pushing doses. Um, whether it's on a Freddie track, um, Freddie said that push is killing right now. He said he killed he said he killed the verse on um on his shit. Um so you can believe Freddie. 
he, I think he chilled for a little bit, to be honest. He got married and kind of just chilled the two the two year chill. Yeah, you know, he, I guess he just, you know, he when you got a supposed victory, you know, I guess you can chill for a couple years, you know. Niggas caught Drake slipping once, okay, so what? You know, so he got a he had a baby. He had a he had a, he had a baby. He had a um he got married. He got married, and then uh what else happened? Yeah, he just chill. So I mean, yeah, good thing for push, man. You know, um what what y'all thought of that snippet though? What did y'all think? Yeah. It's just like when we heard the other one. It's like when we first heard a little bit of numbers on the board, you know. And I think, you know, Daytona was uh, 28. Wow. But numbers on the board was on King Push, I believe, back in like 15, 16. But numbers on the board was on uh, My Name Is My Name. Yeah. My Name Is My Name. Right. Which might be. It might be up there. It might be top two, top two Push albums. Um, I really like that album a lot. My name, my name is a classic. Can we say it's a classic? I mean, I know a lot of people throw around that word, but with my name is my name, where does that stand? I don't think it's a classic. Just a solid, just a solid effort. I think it's it's good, but it's definitely not a classic. It's not something. I mean, I it got it got snitch on there. It got pain with future. <sighs> N- nostalgia with Kendrick, numbers on the board. Yeah, I'm yeah, a visual yeah, person. Yeah, I have yeah. to like my name is okay. Uh, yeah. I think I'm just going by from I'm just going by what I know from the track list. I have to. I'm a person as a visual person, so I have to like actually look at the like look, and then like see them listed, and I'm like, yeah. That and Daytona are definitely classics. I don't. I don't care what anybody tells me, but I really like Daytona. Daytona is a great. They, okay. All right. So, all right. I won't give my name is my name the classic. I'll give Daytona the classic. But damn, Daytona. Jesus Christ. Like from if you know, you know. From the opening to from that, you just know you're gonna get a. He killed that shit, man. I'm glad to see push back. I can't wait to see what happens. You know, maybe, you know, since Kanye and Drake, they cool, you know, maybe maybe we might get a reunion, you know. <laughs> I think that's very hopeful. You know, I mean, Jeezy and Gucci, you know, put the baby for it. No, Gucci back out here talking some crazy stuff, man. Oh, yeah, I forgot he talked about Pookie Loke again. war time right now in, 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 the, in the things, but... <clears throat> But yeah, so, really, I, when you think about it, Plinz got these really, I think, like, studio-wise, studio album LPs. He, I guess he only, he only had you know what I'm saying? In my head, I ran together. Uh, so, like, dark, Darkness they, Before Dawn, that's an EP, right? They consider that to be a studio album. Really? That's that's how many tracks, though. That's like seven. And like, Wrath of Cain and, like, Fair God. For me, those are albums, dog. Like, they're not mixed. So it's like, in my, I was thinking about it. In the so, Darkness, so Darkness Before Gone, that's not that's that's not a, a EP. That's a full album. Even with seven songs, I believe. Yeah, so it's just like Daytona. Daytona is seven. They consider yeah. that a studio album. And that, you know, that was a studio album. The Summer of Good right. Albums, with, you know. 
the summer of seven. Everybody just seven songs. Now you get seven songs. Tiana, you get seven songs. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I, I still like that album, by the way. I personally, that was the only, personally, I like that album, and I think that was, like, the only thing, the only person it worked for, it was, that's it. Everybody else was kind of... But, yeah. Everybody else was kind of... So, now, speaking of, you know, Drake, Pusha T, and all this beef stuff, um, apparently, news is saying, or the streets are saying... Drake hit Julia Fox first. What are the thoughts on that? Is it just rumors and hearsay or just building up? Uh, why does... Oh, my God. I, I hate these men and, and this one lovely lady. <laughs> I don't think so. I wouldn't doubt it, but uh, I don't know. But that's... Uh, is it bad that, like, you know, both of them have the same taste? And that's pretty bad. I think it's just all like a cesspool. It's like kind of like like I feel like being in Hollywood, like even in the music or from like the film industry, it's just a cesspool. It's the same circles, the same people, the same girls getting swapped around, whether it's low key or not. Like I can't really say a lot because obviously things are in writing, but You'd be surprised how many of these like get-togethers you see people together, and you're like, "What?" You know? Well, Rito, think about it. Wait, aren't you from? You're from Massachusetts, or are you from New York? I'm from I'm, I'm from Mass. I'm from Mass. Okay, so in New York, the scene is super small. It is a cesspool. It is a psyop. New York City is a psyop. So, I, and I always say that, but literally, it's like everybody will be like, there's a sixth degree of something. So if it's a six degree in the small scene in New York, wherever, like, you know, whoever is like getting hot and every, like whoever knows whoever and somebody dated somebody, it, yeah, why not in like bigger, like, you know, bigger um, places like Hollywood and stuff like that. It's just, it, it probably is the same 15 girls getting passed around. 15, 15 people, I don't even want to say girls. I think it's, I think the men get around. <laughs> But in that scene, I mean, I don't know. Like, it gotta be something. Like, like it's gotta be something else to that, man. Like, is it just like fifteen or a handful of people, or whatever? It's either that or a Kardashian. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we got okay. Well, we got Lori Harvey, but she's booed up. Um. I don't know. I don't know all the other socialites that's out that's out there. I, mean, so, I don't think dudes, dudes don't date video girls no more. Yeah, they they get themselves a very respectful, you know, young woman like Adele. And once you get that, sometimes it could be, you know, trouble in paradise for the Kobe. <laughs> I don't know why, that, you know. That was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> but listen, just, 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 just like a Kofi Brock Lesnar match, shit ends quick. I got you. Okay, so what's going on right now? So she had to postpone her. Um, she's in Vegas doing a residency. So she had to she had to pause it one time because like half the crew was getting COVID. Was getting COVID. Mm-hmm. So and now during rehearsals. 
she's got to stop every other song because she's either crying or she's on the phone with Rich Paul. I don't know. I think I think with that, because Rich Paul's Rich Paul is putting in work like that on a down. See, see, see what I told y'all. I think we we talked about this Lorenzo a couple episodes back. Or I think it was on Spaces. Or it was something where I told about Adele then got digmatized by the black dick. Now it ain't easy. She don't know what to do with herself. You know, like Rich Paul. Rich Paul, super agent. Digmatize you. Listen, that album raw is gonna be fire after the breakup. Oh man, 31 is gonna be dope. <laughs> 31. Y'all it's gonna be gonna give her two years. <laughs> it's gonna be 35. 32? 32? Hey, 32 might be some crap. But 31, hey, it, depending on how she's feeling right now, 31 is gonna be some fire. Listen, listen, I knew that she 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 probably she probably giving him work because you ain't see the clip where she's on the phone and she's she's like this. She's, she's just throwing up her hands, she's like this. Um, yeah, I see that big I'm like, that means to me that Adele is probably the one throwing dishes in the in the house. Oh no, that nigga from Cleveland. That nigga from Cleveland. Like, wait, hold on. Where um, where LeBron from? Akron. Didn't he a kid from Akron or something like that? Right? Is it Cleveland or is it Akron? Akron. Low. Is it Akron? Yeah. yeah okay. LeBron. So Akron. Yeah. So. Rich yes, Paul would have to be would have to be in that same vicinity, right? Yeah, you ain't gonna tell you Adele yes. cussing at a nigga from Akron. Fuck out of here. You don't think so? I'm from Akron. You need to be cussing me out. I don't. I don't care. I don't care from where you are. From from where across the pond you are from. I think she's from Brixton. Right. <laughs> don't care if you're. Fucking yeah, I'm playing with Diana Spencer. No, I I think I think she, she might be I, I think they're both toxic probably to each other, and that's pretty nice. How the how okay, he's an agent. How how's a super a sports agent toxic? Listen, you gotta be a snake okay, to get okay. into them deals. It ain't, it ain't like it ain't like the nigga it ain't like the nigga Jeremy Wire. <laughs> I was going to say, have you ever dated a finance guy? But then I was like, you know what? Never mind. Because obviously you haven't. And marketing guys are the most sick on earth. A girl who is in marketing and in finance. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Who knows? But they said that that's what they said. She she gotta stop every other time. She, she's crying or she arguing with the nigga on the phone. You might get you might get 31 and the Vegas residents by the way. This shit going on, man. But listen, man. They look they look like they were so in love at one point, man. So I mean, hey, you know, I, I I don't root for people, you know, to break up, but you know, hey man, stay together, man. It's cheaper, it's, it's cheaper to keep her. Listen, sometimes things just got to end, whether or not there's a yes or a no or back and forth. And speaking of back and forth, Tom Brady, is he retired? Is he playing with us? What is going on? Oh, man, Rito, you lobbing off the backboard right now, baby. Listen, this is the flu game right now, bro. I see you. I see you right now. I see your segue game is super on point right now. 
Listen, I saw it like everybody else saw it. And I was like, what a, how, what a, Andre say? So, so how you know? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my man Andrade. Yeah, so how you know? If, if Brady ain't done his little Instagram thing yet, I don't believe it. Like, I don't. So, I know Lowe happy because his Eagles don't got to face him anymore. I think he's back, man. He's been through 40 touchdowns. You only need one, man. You only need one. You know what I mean? As long as you can deny him one. You know what I mean? We got a <laughs> back from 39. I'm I'm good. And in Super Bowl 39, he didn't play that great of a game. He played an okay game, but, you know, we ain't got to get into that. But we got our one, you know, That's all that matters, baby. We got our get back. <laughs> oh my god, we just got our good man. Second Street, baby. It came home. It finally came home. I think what's gonna happen was... with uh the whole Brady situation, I think it's all a ploy because the same thing happened when he was uh talking about potentially leaving New England, then he did a Hulu commercial. So I think it's gonna be a play on I'm gonna retire from cable and do Hulu. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh I've retired cable. You can't just like me. <laughs> Like, that guy is a marketing genius. It's not out in paper. I think it's all a ploy. Because first and foremost, the NFL is not really covering it like that, like they should. It's not on every, you know, talking board. The talking heads aren't doing it. It's a marketing piece. I think we'll know by Super Bowl Sunday he'll say, I'm retired from having cable. I'm a cable cutter. Here I am with Hulu because Hulu has live sports. (laughs) That's a good way. Somebody mentioned that he's too much of an egomaniac to just, you know, like drop off this way. No, no, he he's gonna he's gonna die on that field. That's his thing. It's that's the thing with Tom Brady, man. I'm not a, listen. I don't watch football like that at all. And it's like you got to sit me down to watch it, and I'll be like, okay, I'll watch it. Listen, the fit he got off. Everyone saw the photo, man. Like he okay. listened to Gunna. He listened to Gunna. Everybody stop for the past three minutes. We have not recorded. It says you're recording the call. Was I recording but I dropped off? I don't know. It says... It says recording. It says 35 minutes. I don't know. Okay. We'll figure it out. Podcasting. That's what it is. Contact sport. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you want us to do? We're sorry. But speaking of football, we are back on, and apparently Mary J. Blige cannot pick up a song. She can't pick a song? Apparently she can't pick a set list or a song. Yes. Oh, my God. She, she can't pick her. She can't pick that? Or that joint, or that joint with Drake. She thinks she's gonna do family affair. Or that. No, yeah. No, it's been great, so she's probably gonna do family affair. No, I just can't. Um... Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you coming in clear? No. She can't pick a song. No, 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 no. That that Mary. Don't you hear me? Yeah, you you good? You coming in clear? 
Okay, all right, my bad. I mean, listen, when you got hits upon hits upon hits upon hits, you you might not know which one to use either. She can't do "Be Without You." Oh, that's too sad for the Super Bowl. Or she all real love. Or, Why would you do "Be Without You" in the Super Bowl? I just said it was too sad for the Super Bowl. <laughs> It's been too long for so long, and I can't be without you, baby. Listen, I I wouldn't mind seeing that. You know, have a, a you know you can't be without the Super Bowl. You know, every man across <laughs> America, you can't be without it. Or you're all I need to get by. I don't know, man. I think I would. Uh... No, not that one. I think because. She's with Dre. She's got, I mean, how many songs has she actually done with Dre? I don't know how many songs she's done with Dre. I don't yeah. know. So, but she has a new family It's the Super Bowl. We don't need no hand-ration. We need holleration in this dancery. <laughs> she'll probably do, uh, she'll probably do that joint, I'm Going Down. Or rainy days, in case it rains in the stadium, but it's in the dome, so that doesn't make sense. You know what I need? I think it's a real, it will be a real disservice if the people, the stylists for the Super Bowl, when Mary J. Blige comes out and her huge high, like knee high, like um, over the knee high boots, the other dancers are not all in some ridiculous ass knee high boots. I need to see the dancers basically in just big knee high boots. That's what I need to see. If not to me, it's not a man. I'm like, I'm kind of upset because you know who's supposed to be a part of this, if anybody, 50. How do you not have 50 up there? I think with, Drain them, with, with, them, with them guys, man. You don't have 50 up there? You don't hear in the club? Did he did he say he wasn't doing it? I thought he was gonna do it with him. I mean, he might be he might they might sneak him in as a you know a special guest. They'll probably but, she'll probably she'll probably do don't mind because I know that was like a big like promo hit, like or just fine or whatever. Yeah, but, and it's happy too. Exactly. And now speaking if of perform I, Yep. If I hear just if I hear just fine. At the goddamn Super Bowl, I'm gonna throw up. Why? I think it's, it's a, a terrible song. song for the Super Bowl. It's a terrible I... song for the Super Bowl. You know who wouldn't have a terrible song for the Super Bowl? And she'll show out. Speaking of Thane Stangin, what about Janet, Janet, Janet? Oh, man. Listen, man. Janet's had the weekend on lock with this. Uh, <clears throat> This documentary, man, I haven't watched it, but from the commentary I've seen on Twitter, man, it is a barn burner. Watched it here because I watched it. I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. I watched this the part two without watching part one, and I don't know how that happened, but it got me angry just like sitting there, and I was just like, oh my god, because part three is coming up, and I was like already like getting ready for the whole everything burning down like everything is gonna burn like as you saw like in on the timeline everything was burning down like she still didn't acknowledge the the, the bobby brown 
No. <laughs> she still didn't. Do, she still didn't acknowledge that, man. What else? Uh... Yo, somebody pick up their damn phone. <laughs> I know, right? Because it sounds like somebody waiting on that pack right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, pick it up. It's Julio. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what what I've what I've heard from this documentary as far as seeing the commentary. It seems like it was one of those docs that everyone watched as a family with Twitter. So I'm definitely gonna check it out. Is it like on the streaming service or something? So what I had to do. I think it's on Lifetime. Is... Yes, but you have to do the Lifetime app. If you got a provider, you could do use it that way. It's much easier. Um, I thought I was gonna have it on because I had Discovery. I was it was gonna be on Discovery because the Lifetime is technically in Discovery. Now you gotta need you need the Lifetime app or you need Lifetime on the. Listen, the Lifetime. Lifetime, app. Lifetime is starting to get the the. Here's the thing I've noticed with Lifetime. You know. Yeah, you better do something with Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown, but- buddy. They did that. They did the joint with, uh, oh my God, there was one where they did like a live action reenactment of like someone's career. And then um, they had it with like Wendy Williams. And then Babyface had his shit on there. Like, yo, they they want our money. They said, hey, listen, you know. They made terrible movies. They made terrible movies. Yeah, but we could hate watch them. You know what? We don't want to watch. We don't want to watch Baby Boy for the 72nd time. If I go in the other room right now, it's either Baby Boy or Hardball on BET right now. You can never hate watch. You can never hate watch Baby Boy. I'm just saying, you know, you, no, start... you can, you, there's, there's no such thing as hate watch or hardball. <laughs> or, yeah, or hardball. I'm not hate watching. I love them. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's getting ridiculousness levels. You know. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You know how many nah. times? Guys, how many times guys see Vin Rames lick Baby Boy's head? There's only so many times you can put up with that. <laughs> Like he licked them as he put them in the headlock. It's either uh, it's either that or love basketball. I think. Play me for your heart. (laughs) Not play for your heart. (laughs) So, so speaking of you know, black entertainment, Nick Cannon got a baby with Money Manziel's ex-wife. When is it he having a baby? Do we care? I'm gonna be that person. Do I, I am so tired of like trying to see where the hell is Nick Cannon gonna stick his whatever neck. Nick Cannon is a menace. This guy is Nick, he got yo he, he got wild and out reruns. He's trying to have his men. He's he trying to create his own red squad. That's what's happening. Oh my god. Nick, Nick Cannon future, dog. Like they don't care who you've been with. They don't have a baby with you. You have or you had a baby with Bow Wow. It's cool. We'll have a baby together. <laughs> like, oh, you used to be married to Johnny Manziel? Cool. I'm going to get in your end zone. So. He scored. <laughs> exactly. And now, speaking of scoring, you know, on and off the field, we get our wins. And, you know, the queen of the Bronx herself won a defamation case. I'm yes, actually, yes, yes. uh, happy for her and i'm not happy for it too man yo cardi has been yo cardi's really been doing it you know she's really been like low-key the people's champ you know for a minute now just you know helping people with their cases helping people you know with the fires and everything with the families who lost you know 
you know, families who lost family members and lost their their, home, their homes and everything. She's been helping out with that. Um, what else? Um, well, she got I mean, she got the she got the ball rolling about uh the girl who got missing on from not not Tinder but from Bumble, I believe. Yeah. She got the she finally got the search started with that. Um. So yeah, man, she's been you know helping behind the scenes, and it's good to see you know a good person, you know, good things happen to good people. Like I'm not a big fan of her music, but I I have always loved her hustle, her work ethic. You know, like. That that like that's why when people say like oh they're waiting for Cardi B music I'm like y'all gonna be waiting a long time she she been told y'all on on Funk Flex that she she's not like she's not really here for music she's here to to keep it pushing she's here to hustle and I respect that a lot she has a TV show and everything like that but like I don't know I really was happy that she won that defamation case because somehow some way these bloggers gotta learn. Just my opinion. Yeah, no, some way, somehow. She's our generation's chattel. If you don't know Love Boat, you know the girl that was everywhere. She was everywhere getting her hustle on. Chattel? Yeah. Don't do that to Cardi. Don't do that to Chattel. Listen, I love them both. I'm just, I'm just, listen. I'm, I under the <laughs> I'm a little under the weather. So sometimes, you know, you just end up like Swaggy P with the arms up. You turn around, you think you hit the shot. And that one's not it. I know when I'm wrong. So we got two. We got two things left on the docket. We could go high or low. We could talk about the Rumble or Midnight Madness because I got a lot to say about the Rumble. So yeah, let's do the Rumble. Let's use some of this fucking Rumble first, man. No, let's talk. About, let's talk about Midnight Madness today. You know, talking get it out the way. All right, let's, get, let's talk about Midnight Madness. Quick, man. It's real quick. You dig what I'm saying? First edition of Midnight Madness happened in Atlanta at an undisclosed location, some back block. I don't know if that was in SWAT. I don't know if they was down zone four. I don't know where the niggas was at. But Listen, I called in so many contacts to people who I knew down there, and nobody could give me any, like, really steady detail. Yeah. For what yeah. I, if I heard one thing from one person, another person would tell me a different thing. I would ask, then I'd ask my sister, she'd tell me like a whole different thing from what I heard from two other people. So I'm yeah. like, all right. Because I was trying to find where it was at. Right. I want to know where it was at. I mean, because I know they had the they had the bowling tournament the night before, right? Mm-hmm. And then they just did the battles. Yo, I like what Surf is doing, man. Surf, you know, Listen, Surf is gonna make like an All Star weekend out of this shit, man. Like, yeah, it's gonna be like every it's gonna be like every ninety days. The next one is in March is March twenty eighth, I believe. Yeah. You know, so this this inaugural one seemed to be a success. Um, judges that seemed to be on uh on tap for this event was a uh, Calico, Jay Black, Remy, a lot of different people was, you know, in, in the building to judge. You dig what I'm saying? So they had access as well. But as far as the battles that took place, uh, the very first one that was lined up was for this particular title that they're calling the One Man Army title. And mm-hmm. it's for battlers and Midnight Manners that aren't assigned to a team. So if y'all listen to our episode of our interview with Real Sick, you heard that he was a part of Gun Titles. Um, but in this particular first matchup between Hustle, not to be confused with Miss Hustle, uh, but it's another battler out there named Hustle. He beat 
this other battler by the name of Just for that particular belt. So these are particularly two new, newer battlers uh, that's kind of being introduced to this space as well. So you got top tier guys in this space, women as well, and you know people who just getting their name out there. Um, Shuni the rapper defeated Fendi for the women's hardcore title. So it was good mm. to see Shuni got her shit back. You know what I mean? She had a battle against Vixen that went a certain type of way. Uh, very lopsided, but Shuni saw. Seems to have gotten her shit back, so shout out to her. Uh, Bad News beat J2 for that underdog title. Um, they said that one was real close. Uh, True Foe, uh, he was in the Ultimate Madness tournament also, as well as J2 was as well. But True Foe knocked off drugs for the War Dog title. Um, I'm and that's happy about that. I'm happy about that. As much, as much shit as drugs was spitting and talking yeah. in them fucking spaces, yeah. I'm glad fucking True Foe. Yo, you know what that reminded me of, yo? Like, Truefoe was acting like like Seth the whole time. <laughs> like Seth Rollins. Right. How Seth was antagonizing fucking Rowan. That's how fucking Truefoe was, was doing fucking drugs the whole time in the spaces. And it was brilliant. So I'm happy Truefoe won. And it's crazy because drugs, he had tweeted, so to get into, you know what I mean, deeper into the, the card, you dig what I'm saying? Luke Castro had a battle against drugs and where drugs definitely drugging. You know what I mean? Like, that shit was crazy. But uh, drugs happened to tweet after the event that, you know, if he would have saw the Luke Castro that he saw against Big T, because in that particular battle, that was for the actual undisputed Midnight Madness title, uh, Luke Castro defeated Big T. Um, and Big T is one of those people that's a legend from out of Chicago, man. He's been putting a lot of guys over, it seemed like. Eating us, I think, clipped him earlier this year, too. Um, and for me, this was the main event. I think it probably could have been a battle of the night. We'll see when the battle drop on YouTube in about a week or two. Snake Eyes beats None None in a unanimous decision for the hardcore Midnight Madness title. I think I called that. I think I called Snake yeah. Eyes beating None None. A lot of people got their shit back on this night, man. Shuni got her shit back. You dig what I'm saying? Lou got his shit back against Big T. And, you know, Snake Eyes done been, he done been out here. You dig what I'm saying? It's funny because, you know, as much battles I've watched, I still haven't watched the uh, Henny Man versus Snake Eyes battle. I still haven't watched that. If you know who Henny Man is, he runs Battle Rap Trap, which Yo, is a battle rap media platform out here. Shout out to him. A lot of people were saying that D.I. clipped him. You know what I mean? Uh, also, uh, Snake Eyes was in a dope battle against Ace I Amin. Mean, is getting a lot of numbers on the app. Um, Snake Eyes is one of them legends too, man, from out of Harlem. But he got his shit back against none none on this night. And you dig what I'm saying? It seemed to be a, 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 a atmosphere that they was talking about building in the spaces. It seems to definitely uh, had come to fruition. So we're gonna see how it goes in the next ninety days, man. Um, it's probably some other events in between these. You know what I mean? But definitely this for this for Stadia. And um, Yoshi battle better be good on this Remy card. It better it, I, be good. I think every battle on that card gonna be good, man. It I think better every, be good. I th first of all, Prestavia, Prestavia going like show out every battle. You know what I mean? She gonna give you bars. She gonna give you like quality, like. But it's really about what Yoshi do. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Which Yoshi we gonna get? It's 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 it's, it's yeah. That's that's what that's about. You dig what I'm saying, but I I I like where uh, some of this stuff is going, and that Prestavia Yoshi battle got marketed a certain type of way in the spaces, so Remy and then picked it up for a bigger bag. So, and that's the yeah, point. We'll, we'll always get the bigger bag, right? 
It's also thing surfing at. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all make me want to get back into. I, I I literally have not listened to battle rap since I was like sixteen. I listen, I, man. You guys make me want to listen to it again. What Sue Surfing doing right now for battle rap is he's really like, man, he's is good. No, nope, I mean, is, I, I, it's, it's new, it's, it's exciting, and everybody's getting money, and everybody's getting, everybody's getting seen. Well, um, not even, like, that's what I was going to say, like, not even just Sue Surf, like, I, I, I want to say, like, in general, like, from an outsider looking in, like, that, le- that stuff leaks into my timeline. I'm like, why am I seeing things about battle rap? And I love it. I like when things, because that tells me that, like, a counterculture is kind of growing, and that's, Typically, hopefully, it's a you know a time for celebration. That's something nice. That means people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, yeah, it, man. That's what it like like. you know, Bill Collector, Jack Boy, Maine, Forty Bars. You know what I mean? Like people are getting tattoos. They put it together. It's like a union. You dig? It's like unionizing. In the yeah. Way. I love that. You know? Yo, people are getting that. tattoos of this shit. Yeah, because they were trying that to get... Is dope. Yeah, yeah, I was... heard that. Because <laughs> Surf had said, like, if you get it, you get in. But the only person that got in was the very first person that posted they tattoo. Like... As he should. Yeah, you know I mean? So, you know. As he should, man. Listen, I, Rito's, I see you drooling at the mouth right now. Let's go. Let's get to this Roddy Rumble shit. Let's go. Drooling at the mouth. Listen, I have a lot to say. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the Brock Lesnar. Because, oh, listen, listen. (laughs) Where do I start? Where do I start? We, You know what? I'm going to talk about the highlights. Because the one thing that I liked was my hometown girl with her fine self coming out looking like Sailor Moon. Miss the, Sasha the Banks. Co- the Sailor Moon cosplay was dope. The Sailor Listen, Moon cosplay. Uh, she looks so great. Listen, it, when, it when, was... when I saw her, you know what was playing in my head? That was great. She looked outstanding. Okay. <laughs> listen, if you follow me on Twitter, Control Center, listen, if you follow me on Twitter, anytime I quote someone's photo with Play outstanding or queue up outstanding or hey Siri play outstanding. Just know that's a high thing. Shout out to Britney Seiko because whoo. But anyway, and then Melina coming out with the splits. Whoo, whoo. I, I, I did pop for that. I did Ain't no pop complaints. for that. That was, that was goodness. It was a, the bounce. It was extra bounce to the outs. And then she did it too after she eliminated. I was just like, I love it. The women's rumble was definitely the highlight for the night. Sa- I didn't Sa- like Sa- 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 No, it wasn't Sa- the highlight. Sa- Let's just call it what it was. It was the picturesque, perfect part of it. Listen, I feel, I, I feel like the women's Royal rumble was I. You know, um, it was it was what Kalani said. It was good until it wasn't. Like the whole shit was cool. Until fucking Rhonda came out. It was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on now? Like, Oh, she came fresh from the gym. That's what happened. She's wearing travel gear, bro. Yo, like... You, like... By this time, you still got, like... Rhea in. 
You got Bianca Belair and Charlotte was in. Um, like, you got some head, like, so many stories could have been told. In this, in this direction right what now. What happened with the Liv story, bro? Like, you know, you're building this girl up and then you're just going to take it away from her like that? Like, do you believe the machine's not going to be great behind her? She's she's a phenomenal talent. Like, Liv can do it. She could do the work. Just let her have her time in the sun, man. You know what's the worst? So you believe, you believe in Liv? I believe in Liv. Or you could have gave it to Sasha because it seems like the trend as of late has been that every one of the four horsewomen has won the Rumble except for... Two, which is Bailey and Sasha. Where the fuck was Bailey? You know? That's I don't think so Bailey's ready too, yet. I don't I think Bailey's like... ready yet. She's with her peach. Y'all seen the uh tweet she posted, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this shit is crazy. They don't like they don't know what they do. I don't know. Let me let me close Yo, them off. I didn't, I didn't you don't know. notice that fucking um homegirl was in it. Wasn't in it. Um what's her name? Alexa Bliss. I didn't even I didn't even notice until she said something. I was like, "Oh shit, Alexa Bliss wasn't in here." Like, and and the thing too with that, it's like, and speaking of Sasha, what the hell was that promo at? Like in the middle, Zaylee. Exactly. What the hell was that promo though? With that, like, is she saying bye? Is that a farewell? They even shouted out Mandalorian, which they never done on the main show. That shit was weird as shit, and then that shit just fade. Then that shit just faded. Like, I, I'm just like, I'm like, it's, man, cra- it's crazy. I think she. I hope she's not leaving, but you know, I I wouldn't be surprised. What's so left for Sasha okay, to do? I have to ask. What's left for Sasha to do? She's already got the grand. She's got the grand slam, right? She completed the grand slam, hasn't she? She's done everything under the sun except for win the rumble and I think Money in the Bank. Yeah, but they was running all that shit down during the little, you know, during the little short. They was talking about all that shit. Hell in a cell. This. Yeah, know, first woman. Back. Like I'm thinking, she's going to the Hall of Fame and shit. Like. Oh yeah. What? It was just Yo, unannounced. It was it was kind of weird. I th- I think what probably happened. I hope it didn't happen. I hope she didn't have a fit and like fuck this I'm out and ask for a release and then you know nah, concept. Man. She she good. She good. She can but, leave. She's good. And speaking you know, of good, if she about to get that, if she about to get that Disney money with the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. I and one thing that opened up the night. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Yo, man. Poetry match. in motion. Like so you know, th- when you talk about storytelling, this is what you talk this is what you talk about. And that's what um, people, a lot of people don't even talk about this when it comes to Roman Reigns matches. Roman Reigns matches has a lot of fucking storytelling. There's always like a method to the madness or a callback to something from before. How is you that know, not obvious? With Roman Reigns matches because you're always looking for like the four moves of doom with him. No, I think it's really obvious. I think he makes it very, very painstakingly obvious. Like as a person that doesn't watch WWE, I can catch it if I watch the Roman Reigns. Like I can, I can see where he's calling back to, even if it's like not something like a couple weeks. Like he, he does, he does that a lot. I don't know. I, I feel like he, he does. The mind games by Seth, like basically what. As for, I tweeted this too, so for those who are comic book fans, you're forcing Batman to kill, and that's what Roman did, you know? Like, Rollins wanted that outcome. He said, you know what? I want this. Do it. Fucking do it, you know? He came he out there with the shield the gear. Time. He was acting the whole time. He wore the shield gear, like you just said. Talking to him, talking about, I always love you. His shit laughing in his face. 
Like, and what I mean by like the callback, like think of when when Seth turned on those boys. The same way he beat them down with the with the fucking chair. The same way fucking Roman beat Seth down with that fucking chair after the match. Like, you just think about that. Like all that all that shit bubbled over. And you gotta remember, like these niggas done got like been reunited like twice in between this, right? Like at least twice. So like he never forgot. He never forgot. It was incredible. And it was it was a good finish. A lot of people were mad about it. I'm like, listen, you protect both guys by doing this, you continue the storyline, you know, elimination chambers there. Like you there's there's still time on the road to WrestleMania to build this up. Now, I'm going to jump. Seth ain't going to Jetta? Yeah, they're going to Jetta. Seth ain't going to Jetta, man. He went to Jetta before. He'll go again. He'll hop on the jet to Jetta. Um, For real? Seth went to Jetta? Yeah, he he was in the Avengers gear. He won the title from uh, The Fiend in Jetta. Oh, I'm sorry. Reverse that. The Fiend beat him in Jetta. And he fought against Lesnar, I think, in Jetta. But, you know, speaking of Lesnar... Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Mm. It was a funky a match. match. A it funky was a match. match. It was a match. But what, but what do you expect? Like these days, we, we wasn't looking for no fucking way. Y'all thought it was gonna be Malenko versus fucking Benoit? Like I just, no. I thought these it was just gonna be beat the fuck out of each other. That's what listen, they're there for. I thought it was gonna be big man bumping meat, and they were bumping meat. All right. <laughs> listen, the deli was out. It was good. <laughs> Listen, man. You said the deli was out. Oh Bob, you know, Bobby got the W. You know, hey, no matter how he got the W, he got it. And, you know, hey, it's what it is right now. And then, uh, oh, hold on, hold up. Yo, the control center sign's melting right now. It's on fire. No, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry, I, I didn't want to distract everyone. Just like, uh, you know, Dewdrop and <laughs> Becky. Oh, boy. It seems like everyone was talking about that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> oh man, yo, not did not is not showing the bit right now. Did you check? He, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, we do have a control center sign. We have it hanging at all times, and at the end of every show, we point to it. You know, <laughs> especially around this time of year. Especially this time of year. <laughs> what did you guys man. think of the Edge and Beth Phoenix match? Oh man! I, yo, why why you got me funny when I leave, yo? Hurts <laughs> my heart. Listen, you went to go put out the control center sign, the big one that we have hanging. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, <laughs> it was it was dripping on the people, so you know I had to, you know. You know we we had we had a point to the control center sign at the end of every show. We point at it. It's it's the thing. But uh, listen, man. Speaking of things thanging, Maurice. Listen, Miss Miss is winning, man. It's not Miz winning, Miz won. Yes. Miz, Miz, Miz won in life, yo. So, yo, you can't tell Miz shit. Miz did it. He told y'all from day one on fucking, when he was a little young face, baby face little boy from Ohio in the real world. He told y'all what he wanted, and he got it. He got all that shit, man. Now, Next, we gotta see him go against CT in a steel cage. 
and with TJ Lavin as the guest referee. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> no nah, man, for real though, you you gotta give it up to Miz, man. Listen, man, Miz, he they never gave him a chance from the door. This is from like they used to make him change in the hallways, like then like they didn't really respect his um his reign as champion. Randy Orton eating over his bag, like craziness. Like, but this man like solidified. He gave to me. He gave the Intercontinental Championship prestige. The way he cared about it, the way he defended it, the way he wanted it. Like he gave it prestige. I don't know what they're doing to it now. I hate it. Um. Because that's my favorite title. The Intercontinental Championship is my favorite title. This is the workhorse title. Like, mm-hmm. you're not that guy, but you you right there. So you if the if the champagne working, you working. So like, it plays like all my favorite Intercontinental Champions have gone on to be great champions. So it's just like it's a springboard. It's just like they let you know that they trust you. So it's, I mean. I- yeah. So, like with this man, like it's just, I'm happy for Miz, man. Um, the Miz, the, that match he did with with Edge and Beth Phoenix, it looked a little weird at, at certain spots. Um, I would have did that before the Bobby match, in my opinion. I would have put that on before because I, I just feel like everybody was just. It was a bathroom break, and not a lot of people was into it after everything that had already happened. To me, so I would have did it earlier. Um, but other than that, um, it's, it's always a welcome sight to see Maurice because she she bad as hell. Um, Beth Phoenix doing her thing, you know. Shout out to her um, Luna Vachon tribute. Everybody thought it was a uh, Bull Nakano, but it was for Luna. Uh, shout out to every time I I, I say Luna Vachon, I always think about Heartbreak Julio and him telling me about a car ride he had with her, and she was telling him about the business that he that he was one of the he was the future of the business. It was one of the first stories that my boy Julio had told me. And, like, the way he had told me, like, it made me feel like I was right there with him. So when, he, when I always hear the name of the shot, I always think flashback to that story. Anyway. But, um, yeah. Um, and that's good, good storytelling. It's good, good storytelling. Yeah, it's, it's a good match. Just to put it on later. Um, what? And the Men's Royal Rumble stuff. Listen, it was the mid Royal Rumble, not the men's Royal Rumble. It was the mid Royal Rumble. <laughs> Listen, you know how you know how many gotta be if Kobe if, if Kobe missing spots. Listen, they didn't even give him the yo. They did not give him the Rock treatment because the Rock was eliminated by the Big Show, and they didn't show that on camera. But when Kofi does it, oh, we gonna show it front and center, like. Yo, you could have just left it be, and then right after Biggie comes out, and the look on Biggie's face was just like, what am I going to do now? Like, bro, then you got Johnny Knoxville, no, no crack to him. Fine, whatever. You know, you got your celebrity. Ha ha, he he, right? Cool. You know, go watch Jackass 4. You know, catch it on Paramount Plus if you can. But the thing that gets me mad <laughs> is you do that, <laughs> and then you put Bad Bunny in. Wait, and listen, wait, are we getting, are they, did they pay you? Besides I that. Think- did they pay uh, you for that? <laughs> um, listen, 
There's a reason why I get A24 envelopes. We're just waiting on the Paramount envelope. But like I was like I was saying, you know, then you throw Bad Bunny in and God bless him because the kid could go. And, you know, you got that hype from last year, but he didn't need to be there. You know, you hit your Puerto Rican destroyer. Cool. But he didn't need to be there. Didn't he? Oh. Didn't they? Didn't they? What do you mean, Damian Priest in there? So somebody gotta represent Puerto Rico. Da- Damian Priest was in the match. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't see, realize. see, listen. That's the thing. You don't highlight your talent. Put Damian Priest in the final five, not Bad Bunny. And then the second thing is. But why not Bad Bunny? So let me. It's like I, putting I Snooki in the women's rumble. Imagine if Snooki. Listen, Whoa. it's like putting Snooki in the. Listen, I love Bad Bunny. That was backboard. I, really? Or even really? Maria, even Maria Menounos. You know. Listen. Okay. Listen, they're not. They don't trust no, 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 Snooki no, no, to be in a spot with fucking Brock Lesnar. You think they trust Snooki to get a fucking F five for Brock Lesnar? You can do it. But I'm saying. I'm sorry. You go ahead, Pixie. You you look like you got a point to get across. I'm just like I'm just like baffled, but I'm almost like you didn't. So how do you feel about his whole performance? You felt like it was not necessary. Oh, his performance is mean, his performance was great, but I'm saying that spot could have been for someone, or you could have taken Johnny Knoxville out of the equation. You got two celebrities in there. It seems like you're you're not looking at talent. Like you know, Finn Balor wasn't in the Rumble. Um, Finn Balor doesn't want. He doesn't care. No, Brock because he has he to. I think personally, because they have to pay, they have to. You know, the, the celebrities are there to get. You know what I mean? Like the the momentum going. If Bad Bunny was like already training for a year, of course you can just x him out. You know, and also on top of that, if Johnny Knoxville is there and you know it's bringing a, a different kind of demo. Of course, you have to like appease that. It's it's just or, like I get it, but or Cesaro, you know, or even Veer, you know, the guy's been coming for so long, he's backed up. I think I think personally that it goes back to what Lo was saying. What the hell was Creative doing in WWE? Like, wh- what were they doing? Why aren't you calling like, up NXT why? 2.0? Why don't you got Braun Breaker pulling up? Why don't you got Mello? Why don't you got Tony Baloney, whatever his name is? Yeah, that would have been dope it, to I see, mean, like, Carmelo and Trick, Trick up there. Shit, you listen to awesome. Pete Dunne. Like, can I see Pete Dunne, in, you know, in the match? So, so you know what, man? It's, it's interesting, right? Because I, you know, definitely, like... Your Royal Rumble match, you definitely got your high spots in there. And I think that the company used to do a better job at balancing why you're having the Royal Rumble. Because it's one of your most, like, it's, it's your be- it was one of your best products. And it's po- it means something to the fans. It's a thing where it's supposed to be, like, this payoff. This person that we've seen being booked in a particular way or sometimes lack thereof in certain cases you know, win this match and potentially get a crazy story, you know what I mean, in a few months at Mania. And that was like, it. I think for a lot of fans, it's like losing, it's it's losing that. You dig what I'm saying? And now, like, the product is more about, um, again, like, inflating, you know what I mean, like, how much mainstream shit is going to be within that product. 
Um, Because, you know, we've seen the people, you know, celebrities come out at WrestleMania since the very first one. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, Certain moments happen in the Rumble going back to, you know what I mean, the 90s and all this goofy shit. But it meant something to people. Now I think that, like, when you do things like that, it, it, it definitely does have most fans sound like Rito at the moment. You dig what I'm saying? Where it's like, at this point, what is the point of having these rosters? Because it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's you know, we, we've all seen, you know what I mean, the days in which this person gets released, this person gets released, this person gets released. And it's almost like the wrestling industry is going into, it's going into like a totally different direction than what I think a lot of in-ring talents are aspiring for. You dig what I'm saying? Because you get there, but then, like, you're not there for a long time. You dig what I'm saying? Like, like the Karrion Cross thing. Like, he was one of the most anticipated signings. You dig what I'm saying? Like, of, like, this era particularly to come to the WWE. You know what I mean? We had people like Omega that didn't go, and all of these different, you know what I mean, people that, you know, you know, Alex Shelley. You know what I mean? He killing it in the Indies. You know what I mean? People thought he would have been in NXT. So on and so forth, but I say all of this to say that WWE year by year is just they're just trying to be like this mainstream product. You dig what I'm saying? Like they have something going on with Disney Plus now, I think, in like certain areas of the world. Like that's news that dropped this week. So you know they got deals with these major corporations, and you know what I mean I got you know it's been said that Vince McMahon wants Emmys. I think we said that on this particular show before. Um, it's interesting, right? Because you think about other production houses like World of Wonder, right? That produces RuPaul's Drag Race. They got like almost 20 Emmys and they haven't been in as long in syndication as WWF real, program has been. So it's like, the, but that's the actual the, the, the show with like it's it's reality show with the with a purpose. You dig what I'm saying? It's that that's the whole point. But the difference between Rue and the difference between Vince McMahon is that Rue mm-hmm. played into um that from the get-go. And then he kind of catapulted his like from his like talk show where it was almost almost like a sideshow Bob kind of thing. You know, yeah. where Vince McMahon also, in the beginning, it was almost like a sideshow Bob kind of thing. And then, but, like, the difference between Rue and Vince McMahon is that Rue shook hands and Rue kind of, like, catapulted it, you know, to the point that, like, in the queer space, as I'm queer, but, like, you know, we, we, we see RuPaul's Drag Race is kind of like the, the you know, I don't know how to just say it, but, like, basically the mainstream kind of baloney that you get, and we yeah. kind of, like, it's fun, but it's fun. It's, that's yeah. what it is. It's, it's not real. Right. You know? It's true drag. You know, you know, I feel you too. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's then, introducing like, people to this thing. Exactly. But now Vince, I feel like, is getting to that point where he kind of wants to be there. And it's just like, it's almost like he's running out of time. It feels to, to me, personally. I feel like it feels like he's running out of time and he's just running to try to get this going. And Because like every time I see... Like the like the, the WWE, there's like years that's up and then there's years that's down, and it, it's like this, and it just it makes it so hard. I I don't like this is what I keep saying. I'm like y'all put your hearts in a blender and and hope it doesn't work, and it's just like it sucks to see it sometimes because it's like I could see how passionate the fans are, and it's just a little frustrating because then you don't know where it's you know so, some fans are gonna be feeling this, and it's like okay, we're getting the money for this and we're getting, like, the, you know, the momentum for this, but it's at what cost? And it's I mean, but it's kind also of, kind of programming as well, though. I mean, you, I, mean but, WWE, I mean, WWE for so long, even after WCW, 
was like, yo, we the biggest, we the biggest niggas on the block. So, you know, we ain't got to worry about it. We, you know, we, we up. But now you got these Marlo Stansfield niggas, you know, these Chris Parlo and Snoop niggas, these AEW niggas. You know, they got a crew down. You know, they, they run the shit where they at. But it's, I feel, WWE's fault because it keeps, like, WWE keeps losing talent, and it's like, it's looked at almost like you guys keep saying, they don't stay there in WWE. They use WWE as a pit stop to catapult them into other actual, like, entertainment, and I it's don't not, it's not even, it's, But it's not even that, though, it's the fact that WWE, for a long, long time, afforded a whole bunch of indie stars, and they had all these plans, because... You know, there was no more territories. You know, so they were, they were just buying everybody up. But then Tony Khan was like, hold on, man. I got some of dad's money. I can, I can do this shit. I can really do this shit. And he's really doing this shit right now. No matter what you think about what Tony Khan's doing, yeah, he's had his missteps and everything. What, what person doesn't? But AEW is kind of programming. People are watching Rampage. People are watching Dynamite. People are watching AEW Dark on YouTube. Like, it, it's a viable program. I think what happened with WWE is that you didn't even have to compete with these niggas. You could have just stayed in your lane. You, you're that big. You stay in your lane. But you want to, you know, show who has a bigger dick and put up somebody like, you know, put up NXT up against AEW. Which is, you don't do that with NXT because that's not really a third brand. That's a developmental brand. That's your farm league right there. So now you're trying to make your farm league into like some type of pro league team. Well, no, they used to feed. But now you got them going against real shit. That's not going to happen. I think it's it's not going to work out. I think too with, with the whole situation, like, don't get me wrong. Brock's phenomenal talent, but it's it's the same shit. Like, I've tweeted this before. Seven out of the last eight WrestleMania main events featured Brock or Roman in some sort of capacity. Like, why don't you give the ball to Finn? Let that boy win. Or let... Fuck it. You know, if not, Drew McIntyre wins it again. Like, Brock could just clean out a chamber, you know? You had Brian do it a couple years ago to face Roman and then get squashed. But, like, just to give it the title... Taken and congratulations to Bobby Lashley. You know that that was a great booking decision because now we get to see what's next. Maybe you do the whole KO angle. But the thing that pisses me off is the fact that Brock cannot stay out of the title picture longer than five fucking minutes. Like I understand you want him, you want him to you put in the main main thing. Fine, do that. But you could put that in another corner and say, like I said, put him against Roman, do the elimination chamber thing. I think too what ruined it was. The last time they were in Dallas, you had Moxley versus Brock. And Brock did not say okay to any of those moves or any of the, the match ideas because Vince was like, well, no, we don't want to destroy this, blah, 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 blah. It just, it, it just frustrates me because now WrestleMania isn't what it's used to be. Like, if I work WrestleMania weekend, cool. You know, I'm probably going to be out in PR anyway. But still, it just frustrates me that they're doing the same shit again. You could turn off the product for five or six months come back in either Roman or Brock as a champion. Where is that movement of, you know, if you're a so-called needle mover, how come you ain't moving the belt back and forth? Like, Rock and Austin didn't get this fucking dry. The story's getting stale. And I understand you want to have 
you know, the stupendous nights of WrestleMania. It's the two stupidest nights in wrestling. And that's it. It's it's just it it just frustrates me because like I understand you want to book these giants and all that, but give it to Finn, give it to Drew, give it to KO, give it to Big E again. Fuck it. It's it's just frustrating. Because and it's frustrating and I and I and I understand that. I, I agree with you because it's just it's just like Brock Lesnar only got a couple more. How much? How many years do you think Brock has on him? Honestly, probably one or two, two maybe three. As many as Brock. You get where I'm wants. going with this, right? So that's as many as Brock Lesnar wants. That's how many years he has. As many as he wants. Okay. This is a this is a very like Brock Lesnar is not getting any older. Is my point. When I remember, because I watched it when Brock Lesnar came out, I remember because I was. That's why I said Bay Lesnar. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you got you got Goldberg out here at 54. But it it really depends on the person. It depends also on their actual like wear and tear as a person. It's an athlete in the end of the day. So it's just my thing is like to to Rito's point. It's like. Why are y'all not pumping your younger talent the ball rolling? Well, what's crazy too, even from a uh, like let's let's not even sp- speak from a talent standpoint. Let's talk about from a booking in the writers room standpoint. Like I have friends who've worked for the WWE and I've had conversations, you know, where there there's just an aura of things like imagine setting up a whole script, getting it all together, you're pitching it up, you're working on it, you're putting tireless hours at Titan Towers just to have an old man be like well, no, nah, we're not going to go with that. We're going to fucking change it. We're going to go with Brock again. Like, you know, it's, I don't know. I, maybe there's dementia or something because it's the same old song over and over. It's the song that never ends. Or in this case, it's the Brock that never ends. I just feel like if he had a chance to main event uh, a WrestleMania with both Brock and Ronda, he's going to do it. I mean, but look, you, you could I mean, do look, that. Have Ronda look, win the Rumble. Look, like, like look at Peacock, man. Peacock is um he's still in the red. They thought this whole thing with the WWE was gonna be a fucking was gonna be a fucking blast. It's not. It's not fun anymore, dude. Like, and they did it at the worst time. Like AEW, so with AEW and you know, for those who watched this past week, you know, there was stuff on there that people didn't like, but it was different. You know, you got Dan Housen pulling up doing funny shit. You got Adam Cole losing to Orange Cassidy because it's what the people fucking want. You know, and, it, and this is not going to hurt his credibility because at the end of the day, it was a lights out match. Orange Cassidy, you know, you got to give him some legitimacy. And Adam Cole did what he had to do. He was never ruined in the WWE. So at the end of the day, now he's just playing with house money. Very true. And as I... the great Walter Mercado once said, Ija, make it that. Okay. <laughs> translates, I'm done. <laughs> That's what it translates to. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, does this mean I, I always like to say if this if this is the down, do you think that means the next uh promo or the next thing coming up is gonna be up? It's gonna be nice, it's gonna be, you know, optimistic. I I'm trying to <laughs> feel optimistic about the next one. I'm done with WWE. <laughs> oh no! Point. He'll be back. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. I might. I might watch on the TL or something. You might have to do something crazy, but 
as of right now, WWE has officially lost a, a user. I'm still keeping Peacock because George Lopez, you know. And also because also because uh what do you call it? Uh, Saved by the Bells on it and you know Kelly Pukowski, mm-hmm. but that'll be on another show. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I mean I still got Peacock because you know it's like Exactly. So, I want a hmm. consensus of like where okay, so Rito's off WWE low because I feel like he's been you you look like you were stressed from jump to be honest. Am you I see, you look, that I read look like I was stressed. Yeah. So the thing is, is like we we kind of expect certain things from this company. But I mean, you know, I'm a I'm gonna watch WrestleMania. I'm a you know I'm a tune in. I don't necessarily watch like Raw every week. I definitely just try to like watch a lot of the like content creators on YouTube and stuff like that, and like watch a lot of like you know highlights and things of that nature. But if it's like a particular night, like if something's going on, I'll definitely watch it. But I used to watch Raw literally like every night. All yeah, you know I mean all pretty much all of it up until I was about like 25. You do what I'm trying to say, but like. Every now and then I'll cut on a live episode of AEW. I just watched when Mox came back. You dig what I'm saying? But it's all a spectacle, man. And I just think at this point, you know, WWE is going in the direction of, uh, you know, they, it, it's going to be like a, like a television company. Like, I don't even, like, necessarily know the future. So kind of back to what we were saying about, like, the Emmy thing. It's like, it's kind of different. Vince is trying to turn, like, this wrestling thing into that, right? Like we were saying with Drag Race. But it's... It's difficult to get there, but the ways in which he's trying to get there is by basically firing all of his talent, not putting any time and effort into his main shows that people put all of their money and like travel and all of these things into. Like you got, it's like so it's a lot that's like falling off of the WWE's thing. You know, what I mean, fans are falling off like the prestige of it or whatever the case is, and it's not really like it don't got like a wrestling feel to it. I think to a lot of people, and you know. But it's, you know, we'll see, man. It's, you know, it's definitely like a multi-tiered entertainment company at this point rather than, a, you know, wrestling company. And now we are at our closing and it's our need to know. What is everyone's need to know this week? Mm. Who's going to start it? So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the need to know is because uh, Naj did not tell me what the need to know was. So, I'm here to learn and I will give you guys one on the fly. Well, my need yeah. to know is a children's book written by Lupita Nyongo. It's called Soli. And it's about this little girl who uh, she has dark skin. It's, you know, the whole thing of colorism. And she makes a wish. Where her skin was a lot lighter, and it's it's about self love. I read it to one of my friend's kids uh, a couple days ago or a few days ago, and you know we're just shopping around at Barnes and Nobles, and she saw the book, and I guess she saw herself in the book. She's like, "Can I get this?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll buy it for you. Cool, whatever." And it's a good book. It is a really good book. They definitely hit it out of the park with that book. So, and just for the fact that I could you know flex and say, "Hey, you know, I read books to kids," you know, like Wu Tang, self controls for the kids. Definitely, definitely. Um, my need to know is, man, yo, my need to know is season two of Power, book two right now, yo. 
next week. This is the fucking season finale. Lot of shit going on with this nigga Reek. Reek, you know, Reek is fucking a lot of shit up, man. I keep saying that, like, I want to watch it, but everything, I, every time I see, like, a tweet, it almost, like, detours me. I'm like, oh, no. Shout out Light Skin Keisha for looking amazing every episode she's in. Like, that one is gorgeous. Um, But, yo, man, like, yeah, season two, I, season two crazy, man. I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do next week. I know they're already filming season three already. So, um, a lot of shit going on, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on around these parts. Um, look, you know, have you caught up? Are you caught up? Or are you watching? Am I alone in this? I feel like I'm alone in this. I don't watch Power. I haven't. I don't got stars. I, I just. I'm about to watch the. I'm I'm about to watch episode nine. I think that's the new one that came on today. I'm about to watch that one right after we finish this. Yeah, man, that's a good. I'm one. seeing some little semi spoilers. I ain't too mad at them, but they've been like memes and shit. But it it definitely seemed like we in for a crazy episode. Feo. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm seeing something about that. But yeah, my man. need to know for this week is that that guy Makami, man. Uh, he, this guy, you know, uh, you know, I think I did pray for Haiti on a particular episode. Um, I love that. I, I love that. Whole and thing literally, there. every time Mike drops an album, like, okay. it's what you need to know. Like, I think we're, we're literally, like, at this point, uh, you dig what I'm saying? But no, the, the, he just dropped another joint called The Dollar Menu. And, you know, Mike Hami definitely seems to be taking more of his, uh, underground dump god stuff, uh, a bit more. Oh, uh, he's taking it to the next level, man. This is not necessarily Griselda tapes um, that he's been releasing uh, the last two, um, but it's definitely good, good rap music, man. It's uh, it's real good shit, real good coded language. Um, mm. but yeah, man, I think that uh, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these guys, you know, what I mean, they'll be getting more uh, numbers. I think as this year goes, because as Pixie was saying earlier with the battle rap, you know, saying like it's a counterculture that's starting to like push back and grab the attention of people. You dig what I'm saying once again. So I think a lot of like artists are going to be doing that as well. We're going to be seeing that in a lot of many different spaces, I think, in the next several years. So you some AW2 knives, like AW is like a wrestling company. You dig what I'm saying? That people is fucking with. All, all shit about the wars aside and the, you know, AW is this and that and all of that. I know I've made jokes, made statements, but it's a wrestling company to people. It feels like that. And so people are going to fuck with that product. You know what I mean? Regardless of who feels what way politically or whatever? Because we definitely Vince McMahon feels politically. So let so let's not act like you know where 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 uh it's the source awards over there. Let's not act like that. So that's right. that's my need to know plus for this week. My comment. Um, I, I think I got the rhythm of what a need to know is. So um, I guess I mean. Euphoria, everybody talks about Euphoria, and I love that show for so many reasons, mainly because <laughs> I love that. I need me one of those. Dang. <laughs> yeah, they, they, don't, they don't sell these. Oh, come on. <laughs> I love it for so many reasons, um, really, because if um, I've been told, 
I love seeing the, a show like Euphoria because I got told by playwrights or I got told by mentors in college that that's a great uh, screenplay, but you're not going to be able to shop it. You're not going to be able to shop it. I was told, like, I've been told a lot and it was really hard to hear. So it's lovely to see, like, actually things that I would write on screen. But what I really wanted to talk about is the score. Labyrinth hits it out of the freaking ballpark. That score is so beautiful. I am so into it. And it made me, like, when it came out in season one, I was able to, like, listen to all um, the stuff. And then I was able to listen to other things that he does. And then he's always teasing us on, like, TikTok and, like, you know, with things that he's playing around with. And I'm like, I need to hear more Labyrinth. So if you guys haven't heard, uh, Labyrinth, really, really good artist. Yeah. And I just, I'm, Euphoria is like, I, I swear to God, I hope he gets like some kind of award for his score because it's beautiful. So the way it works with uh, Sam, Sam, or as people know him, Sam Levinson, the way he, he directs Ooh. an episode as far oh, as... Uh, Sam. Sorry. So the way it works with Sam Levinson is as far as his sense of direction, even if you're in the background just walking by or you're an extra on set, it, it's he has this whole thing where he'll shoot things from different angles. And as far as with Labyrinth, the way he does his music is he'll get a cut of the rough draft of the script and pretty much Sam Levinson will tell him, hey, this is how it's going to work. We're going to work from this end to this end. And then they'll just feel the energy like he, they have like uh, character sheets. So when you get your character sheet, they'll have like different things and other actors or actresses, what they'll do too. So like um, Sydney Sweeney, what she'll do is she has a whole journal and inside said journal is things about a character. So it will be from, you know, birth to now. And it'll just be little traits like, oh, I like the way I eat food, the way I do things. And then they present it to Sam Levinson. And he's just like, oh, okay. And then they'll work from there. So that's how the show runs. That makes complete. I mean, that makes complete sense. I figured it was like that, but it's nice to hear the confirmation. Yeah. All I'm saying is, y'all got to get on him. He is, and I need him to already release season two's uh, soundtrack. March. Season one is on streaming. March 20, the week of March 22nd, I believe it comes out. I'm going to let my friends know that because they've been dying for one, one particular song. The, the one from the bowling alley, right? Um, no, the one in the end of the episode where he goes, yeah, fucking did it. And then, then that one. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That one. Mr. A Mr. 824, boy. <laughs> A24 is great, bro. And I need people to shut the fuck up about too many tits on or too many dicks on uh, freaking Euphoria. It's HBO. Grow up behind our paywall for a reason. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm in the military, so I'm just like, whatever. It's, <laughs> it, it is what it is. It's just, it, it needs to, you know, people yeah, need to grow the, up about it. It's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Way stupid, man. All right, so. That about does it, right? We did. We good. Oh we ran through. Gosh. That is. That, oh man. About the catch. So that, yeah. What'd you say? This power episode about to be crazy. I told you, man. It is gonna be crazy. I'm telling you. It's 
N- N- Naj looks like he's on another planet right now. Hi, how are you? Listen, the after the show is going to be something special. I'm just going to tell you guys some stuff you're going to love. Okay. All right, man. Yo, so, uh, Pix. Yeah. Thank you for stopping by. Maybe, you know, this won't be the, you know, the last time you come by. Stop by on the steps of Shaolin. If you want me to. I, I, I was, like, totally, like, I was like, hey, listen, if you want me to, sure. If you don't want me to, like, I mean, if it fits, if it makes sense, if it makes sense, that's what I kept saying. Because, you know, I trust you, but I need to be led. Okay. So I'm happy. I'm happy <laughs> to provide. I'm happy to provide my service and my energy anytime. We definitely thank you for being here tonight too. Energy never lies, and the energy never dies, as they say. That's what they say, Rito. That's what they say. Ah. Uh, <laughs> fuck Rock Lesnar. Oh, shut up, man. You know, pull up, Rock Lesnar. Come to the patrol center. All right, man. Like we always do it this time. You know the, you know the quote. You know the phrase. God doesn't qualify the call. No. God doesn't call qualified. He qualifies the call. That is Christine Kane. So, for me, my brothers, my partners, to you, in the control center, you like to say good night, good luck. Farewell, peace and love, inshallah, one yourself, and we we bonbons and all that good stuff. Don't you can't call me back. <laughs> you gotta stop that, man. All right, Joe. Stay safe, guys. Well, we are. Be safe. Stop. You gotta stop. It has to stop.